So since this year we're celebrating the 800th anniversary of the death of St. Dominic, I'm going to tell another story of him. Uh, so last time when I preached, so it was about two weeks ago, I mentioned St. Dominic moved to, from France to Rome in the year 1217. So one day in the following year, 1218, uh, at the first Dominican community in Rome called San Sisto, St. Dominic sends two brothers out to beg for food because uh, the Dominicans were called mendicants. Uh, in the beginning of the order, they, they begged for food, otherwise they wouldn't have anything to eat. And so, unfortunately for that two, those two brothers, that day they got nothing but one loaf of bread. So they were kind of discouraged, but they decided to go home, it was time to eat, so like it or not, you know, they had to go home. On their way home, somehow they met a very handsome beggar begging for food. So initially, you can understand their reluctance to give him the, the only loaf that they begged. But then on the second thought, they said to each other, what's the difference between having one loaf and zero loaf, right? What's the difference? So might as well just give it to the beggar. So they did. And as soon as the beggar received that uh, loaf of bread, he disappeared. And so when the two brothers returned to the community and reported what happened to St. Dominic, St. Dominic told them it was an angel of the Lord. Nevertheless, the Lord will feed his servants. Let's go and pray. So after a brief moment of prayer in the chapel, St. Dominic assembled a community about a hundred friars uh, at the refectory as usual. Um, so at that time, a brother asked him, Holy Father, how can you tell them to come? Because we have no food to serve them. He answered, the Lord will feed his servants. So he asked the brothers to set up the table as usual and bless the food as usual, um, as if there was something to eat when there was not. And so when they got seated, the brothers got seated, suddenly two very handsome young men came in, with, each with a a full basket of bread, and they served the, the brethren, uh, one friar per loaf, and eventually when they came, went to St. Dominic, who sat at the head table, they bowed to him, they disappeared. As it turned out, not only did they have enough bread for three days, they even had some left over to give to the poor. So the story of St. Dominic and the story of Prophet Elisha that we just heard, as well as the famous gospel story of uh, the five, five loaves and two fish have this in common. They all teach us that our little generosity can be greatly amplified by God to help so many people. In the story of Prophet Elisha, a man brought 20 barley loaves and many people were fed. In the gospel story, a little boy contributed five loaves and two fish, and then Jesus was, was able to use them to feed more than 5,000 people. And in the miracle story of St. Dominic, the brothers gave away one loaf to this supposedly very handsome beggar, and uh, more than 100 brothers were fed in return. Not only that, in all these cases, there was a lot of uh, food left over, so there was an overabundance of food. So we, know, we don't really know how these miracles could happen, but 
We know that God knows. We also know that our God is the God of bounty and the God of love. He will never be outdone in generosity. As long as we cooperate with God generously, a little effort, our little act of love, can make a big difference in the world. And the sacrament of the Eucharist, which today's gospel story foreshadows, is similar. In the Mass, in a little bit, we're going to offer very humbled bread and wine as our gift of devotion, out of devotion to our God. And then, at the consecration, the Holy Spirit descends and transforms these humble gifts into something infinitely more valuable, which, is, which are the body and blood of Christ, which are the fountain of immortality for all who believe in Jesus Christ. I think this is a very important side point that I want to make, uh, that uh, the sacrament of the Eucharist really is the real presence of our Lord Jesus Christ that is truly his body and truly his blood. Because according to a 2019 Pew Research survey, among all the U.S. Catholics, only a third believe that the Eucharist is the real presence of Jesus. And almost half of them do not even know that this is our Catholic faith. This is the central mystery of our Catholic faith. And also about 40% of American Catholics know that this is the teaching of the church, but somehow do not believe in it. Also, even among the, uh, the, the U.S. Catholics who go to Mass every Sunday, a third of them don't believe in the real presence, and a third of them do not know that this is the authentic church teaching. This is an integral part, the most central part of our Catholic faith. And so because the, the Eucharist is really the body and blood of Christ, as we receive it, we are truly empowered to be generous uh, to those in need, just like our Lord Jesus, who is infinitely loving and infinitely generous. This is because precisely the Eucharist is the sacrament of love and we grow in love as we receive Jesus into our heart. And the Eucharist makes us more and more like Jesus. After all, you are what you eat. So if you receive our Lord with sincere devotion, you'll become more and more like Jesus. Also, when we receive such a great love of, uh, from Jesus in the Eucharist, receiving himself, um, his body, soul, and divinity, we are also called to love generously like him in return as our response to this great love. So Pope Benedict XVI explains the connection of the Eucharist and the work of charity very, very well in his 2007 apostolic exhortation called Sacramentum Caritatis. He says this, the Lord Jesus, the bread of eternal life, spurs us to be mindful of the situations of the extreme poverty in which a great part of humanity still lives. These are the situations for which human beings bear a clear and disquieting responsibility. And the Eucharist gives us renewed strength and courage to work tirelessly in the service of the civilization of love. 
Because from the beginning, Christians were concerned to share their goods and help the poor. And so, inspired by the Eucharist, the sacrament of charity, Catholic charities from around the world become a concrete expression of this charity. And so the mystery of the Eucharist inspires and impels us to work courageously within our world to bring about the renewal of relationships which has its inexhaustible source in God's gift, that is, the Eucharist. So, brothers and sisters, reflecting on the word of Pope Benedict, I would like to invite you to consider prayerfully in response to this bountiful, infinitely bountiful charity that Jesus offers us in the sacrament of the Eucharist, which, which act of charity would you like to start or to, uh, to expand? So think about this. What are the needs that I have identified, I have seen in the community? Who are the members of the community that are most in need? And having identified these, how may I help? Or what is the Lord calling me to do? As I said, the act of love is the gift that keeps on giving because our Lord can amplify our little gesture of love or our tiny bit of generosity because he can never be outdone in love. 